This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Welcome to Vibrant Raw Living. I'm your host, Victoria Madian. Join me on a journey of discovering your infinite potential. much for tuning in. Today I'm going to be talking about permission. There are so many times in our life where I feel like people get in these ruts about asking for permission to show up as the highest version of themselves or the best quality version of themselves or the most authentic expression of themselves. Whether it comes to permission towards forgiving people, not being judgmental towards other people, moving on from things in their past, being kind to another person if that's okay to do that, permission to love themselves. And And even things like permission to stop worshiping public opinion and live authentically as themselves. All of these types of things I feel like can be really difficult to work past and it can leave people doing things in life that are not in alignment with who they really are. And when we live our life in this way, we don't allow others to really experience us and all that we have to offer most beautifully. So I'm going to be touching on those things and also going into a few other things as the episode wraps up. I hope this hits home with some of you guys because I feel like it can be a difficult point to acknowledge, but once you acknowledge it, you are able to catch yourself in more areas of your life being like, I don't need to ask anybody's permission to do this. I deserve to show up and be who I am. One of the things that I talked about in a previous episode before this about not taking things personal, it just kind of touches on that point of forgiveness. I feel like sometimes we don't allow ourselves to have permission to forgive somebody. We might be holding a grudge. We might be holding resentment towards an individual. And that can really limit us from moving forward in our life because what does holding on to that resentment do? I recently had somebody who's very close to me in my life ended up getting triggered and getting really upset towards me about something that I knew had nothing to do with me. And The following day, you know, I think that person who I'm not going to name and I'm not going to go into the details of it, but the person really got very personal with me and came for me in a lot of different ways. And I just told them and told myself, like, the things that you're saying literally do not inform of me. They are not in any way a definition of who I am. And I don't take anything that you're saying personally The things that you're doing right now are all about you and it has nothing to do with me. So this doesn't really affect how I feel at all. This is just how you're choosing to act right now. And that has nothing to do with me. So I forgave in that instance. And I feel like that was the appropriate thing to do because that's what I wanted to do. I was like not going to let that affect me. It wasn't going to affect how I wanted to connect with that person It was not going to affect my relationship. And at the end of the day, the golden rule is to treat others how you want to be treated. And ultimately, I wanted to be kind to this person. I feel like whatever they were dealing with was underlying stress that, again, had nothing to do with me. And the kind of relationship that I wanted to have with them was one that was built on a foundation of kindness and love. So that is what I brought to the relationship. Now, I'm not saying this that I came at it from a self-deprecating way or didn't take a stand for myself. And I think it's important to do that. It's important to acknowledge that how the person is treating themselves and how they're treating you is disrespectful and that that's not okay. And that was addressed. However, 
I didn't take it personal and I didn't allow myself to absorb what they were saying. I was like, that's not mine to deal with. You need to deal with that in your own time. And I'm sorry you're feeling that way and left it at that. And I even went ahead and gave them a gift the next day because that's what I wanted to do. I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to give them a gift because I want them to like me or I want to set the record straight. I genuinely found something that I knew that they would love and wanted to give that to them. Wasn't necessarily a white flag. That's just how I wanted to treat them because that's what I wanted to do. And I didn't need to ask anybody for permission to be like, oh, do you think it's okay to give them a gift even though they were this way with me yesterday and all that. I was like, no, this is what I want to do. I'm very clear on where I stand with this person. Do I agree with all their actions? No, but that doesn't mean that it needs to change how I want to connect with them. And that's a very individual choice for every person. And we can all look at different situations in our lives where things of this nature have happened. Do I want to hold grudges against people? No, I don't, because that's very much living in the past about things. I think that there are ways in which you can forgive and not forget in the sense that you learn the lessons from that situation, but we're all on a process of evolving, and hopefully for most people, they are on their own journey to becoming the best version of themselves over time. Not everybody chooses to change, and we don't have control over that. But we don't need to be seeking permission from those types of individuals in regards to whether we are allowed to show up and change in our life or not. So that is kind of why I don't really choose to live my life that way. And I feel like it is a much more empowered way to live as everybody or like in my case, as I become more conscious of these things and this mindset. This goes into the next concept that I want to touch on is that you can give yourself permission to move on. I think that there are times in our life where we want to make lifestyle changes. Could be changing the color of our hair, how we dress, or where we live, or what type of content we post on the internet. We don't need to ask anybody's permission if that's okay. We live in a, a time where that's a choice we can all make. Everybody's going to have an opinion about whatever you want to do, but how much you place value on that public opinion is up to you. Really, for me personally, there are very few opinions that I take to heart and really those come from a very constructively critical place. As far as people that just have something to say about whatever I'm doing, that doesn't always really resonate with me. It doesn't affect me and it doesn't keep me from doing what I want to do. I have a lot of focus on what matters to me and what I know that I'm here to do and that is what I choose to put my energies into regardless of anybody's opinion. And I feel that many of the people that have achieved a lot in their life, it's not like you don't face adversity. It's not like you don't face those struggles of wanting to move on from whatever you are moving on from as well as others' opinions of how or what you're doing. But it's the choice to keep going rather than be set back. One of the, one of the other things I wanted to touch on was the permission to be kind. This takes me back to like middle school and high school. I was definitely on the receiving end of a lot of judgment when I was in those years of my life. And I probably probably gave quite a bit of judgment myself. I feel like that's just the time in your life where you're experiencing a lot of that for the first time and hormones, tensions are high, all that type of stuff. I do feel like I was the type of person that didn't mind being alone. I was the type of person that 
really wanted to do what I could to be kind to others. I didn't always feel like I was on the receiving end of that. And there were aspects of my personal lifestyle during those times in my life that really differed from my peers, which might have caused people to feel a little bit uncomfortable. And they're like, oh, like, we don't know what to think about you. And those were my choices. You know, for me, I didn't want to do certain things that my peers were doing, and that was what I wanted to do. I was not going to cave into peer pressure because my convictions were really solid when it came to that area, and I really still wanted to be kind to the people that were judging me so harshly because that's the kind of relationship that I wanted to be able to have with them. I was like, even though you want to put me in this box and see me in this sort of type of way, judging me on how I look, how I dress, how I choose to carry and respect myself, no, I'm not going to allow you to, you know, put me in a box like you think I'm stuck up, I'm full of myself, or I'm conceited, or judging other people, or that I think I'm better than everybody else. You know, my mom had to deal with this too. I think when she was growing up, people had a certain opinion about her because of how she looked and how she was, and she still was able to show up and be a really kind person and be really giving with her time, and she didn't allow people to put her in a box. And I think when you're able to do that, when people see someone who is, for example, like a public figure or something, show up and speak up about something, that breaks down boundaries and preconceived notions, prejudices towards a certain topic. That's really powerful when people are able to use their influence in order to do that. And sometimes people are attracted to those public figures for different reasons. Maybe they like their style. Maybe they like what this person has to say. Maybe they like how they discuss things. You know, people can be attracted to other people for all types of reasons. But when you use the power that's given to you in such a way that is productive and kind and says something about something other than you and speak up about something else that matters, that affects a lot of people, I think that there's a lot of amazing responsibility that comes with the voice that you have when you're in that position. And when it's used in that way, that can be absolutely brilliant. When it comes down to people treating you in a certain way based on their prejudices, it's always amazing to be able to see how much you can change somebody's mind. I had a parent come up to me recently within the last year who didn't know me, but I was, you know, working with one of their one of their children was one of the performers that I was working with. And I hadn't had a chance to speak with this parent. And, um, you know, she was she said something to me along the lines of, you know, I had just had a conversation with her and I went in depth about some things. And she was like, wow, it's so interesting to talk to somebody who, you know, has all these opinions about things and is actually educated, etc. And it's like sometimes when I just see someone who's beautiful, I just think that, oh, I pray to God they're not dumb. And I like was kind of taken aback by that a little bit because I do enjoy presenting myself in a certain way as I feel like most people do like putting themselves together in a certain way. But that was a way that I feel like she was being very open and honest about her preconceived notions and thinking that what I'm just, a you know, in her eyes, a pretty face, so I must be dumb. Like, and I still responded with kindness to that too. Could I have taken that the wrong way? Probably. But, you know, there's a lot more to people than you just see on the outer level. And when we're able to be kind to those who we might have prejudices towards, that's where we can grow a lot as well. 
maybe we might have prejudgments towards a certain type of race, a certain type of culture, a certain type of area of the world, a certain type of food, dance, music, and think, oh, that's not for me. I don't want to do that. It's this, that, and the other. But how many times in your life have you met somebody that somebody said something really poorly about and you're like, wow, that's not my experience? Or I don't know, in my case, I've, I've taken like classes from different instructors who were like, oh, I don't like that person's class. I don't like how they teach, blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, okay, well, you know, I'm still gonna give it a chance and see how I feel about it. And sometimes that's an instructor that really, really resonated with me. Maybe there's a different level of discipline that they want from their students. Maybe there's a different level of dedication and intensity that they want. And that's something that I really vibe with that maybe the other person didn't. If I was to just go off of that person's opinion, which might have been really critical and judgmental of that person, I might not have been able to experience that and actually find something that really helped me grow a lot. Also, we never know what other people are going through in their lives. We see one side of people and... I think there were a lot of times when personally I was dealing with depression pretty horribly and I think due to my past in performing arts I was able to kind of cover it up a little bit and put on a smile and keep things moving because that's what I wanted to do and I needed to do because this was like not something that I wanted to allow to defeat me and it was something that things are not you know where they need to be right now but I'm going to keep working at it and whatever but if people really would have seen or known a lot of the things that I was dealing with privately it would have maybe surprised a lot of people and I think having that experience personally with my own experience with that particular subject, it was eye-opening and I think it is to this day eye-opening that people can be going through a lot that we don't see, that they don't post about. Things in their marriage, things in their relationship, things internally, things with their family, things with their mental health with their relationship to a variety of different things, what's going on in their work life, what is being said to them behind closed doors in different circumstances and events. All of that can be really heavy to deal with on your own and sometimes people don't always have the right people to talk to about that type of stuff. When you're able to show up and be kind to somebody, that can really make such a profound difference. Just the other week, I was in a grocery store and I was going to the checkout line and I saw the girl that was up at the front and she could have been maybe the happiest person, had a very fulfilling life, like was totally content, really, really great things going on, good relationship with her family. I knew nothing about this girl. But from what I saw, I saw that she came across like she was a little bit tired, like she was a little bit down, like she was a little bit defeated. And when I saw that, it reminded me of a time in my life where I really felt like that. And it made me really grateful for the people that were able to show up and help me through different times in my life and be supportive to me. And prior to interacting with her as I was going to be checking out and getting my groceries, I just kind of like said a little prayer to the universe was like, please just work through me to bring a smile to this girl's face. And luckily we were able to have a really positive conversation and, you know, she opened up a little bit and was, you know, happy and smiling and laughing and everything. And I think it just made me remember how much like a little something like that could make somebody's day. It could make 
a difference. I have no idea if that like made her day or if that just, you know, was totally normal. I have no idea, but I think the instance really reminded me that we don't know what's going on in people's lives and we can always do our best to be kind rather than judgmental. You know, someone could have said like, wow, like she has a really bad attitude or whatever. And, you know, it doesn't seem like she's grateful even that she has a job or something. People could think that way about it. But I don't know what's going on in her life. Could be amazing. Could be really challenging. I don't really know. But I know that I have the power within me to be able to bring some type of light and some type of kindness to someone's day. And that's not something unique to me. That's something that anybody can do. You can do that. You know, your friends can do it and your mom can do it. Like everybody can do that. When we have those opportunities to show up and and make that difference, and this is something that can be done online as well. You know, we don't have to reserve that to purely in-person interactions. We don't always know what people are really dealing with online either. It could be posting a happy picture of them in, you know, on the streets of somewhere or sipping a glass of whatever drink they're drinking and just acting like totally carefree in the sunshine, but they could be really dealing with a lot of pain. So I think even when you're online, it's important to not always have a preconceived notion that like, oh, this person's just being fake and their life isn't like this or whatever. But, you know, Keep it into consideration that humans have a very multifaceted spectrum of emotions on a day-to-day basis. You know this. Things can change. Things can go up and down. Sometimes we have great days and that's amazing and that should be celebrated. And I think there is an option to make see every day as a great day when we shift our perception to be that way. But We don't always have to ask for permission when it comes to shifting that perception. We don't have to ask permission when it comes to being kind. Even if everybody around us is maybe being rude or judgmental or disrespectful, we could still speak up and say something and be like, you know what, I don't think that that's right and I don't agree with that. I've definitely been in situations where I've had to as kindly and politically correct as possible, stand up for someone who is voiceless. Um, Whether that's a racial situation, whether that's a human rights situation, you know, there's a lot of different things that, that I feel like I've been in those kind of tense conversations where I feel really empowered to speak up and speak my mind because I believe that my voice matters and your voice matters just as much as anybody else's anyways. When it comes to doing something that feels authentic to you and being kind, that's huge. Also, when it comes to being kind, we should not forget ourselves. It's important that we don't ask permission to be kind or love ourselves. So many times we might be hard on ourselves and see whatever we see in the mirror or in photos or in whatever. Well, I'm just not there yet and I haven't achieved this or that or the other goal yet, so I don't, I don't think I can do this thing that I want to do. Many people deal with this. And when I say this, I really want to address this if you have any aspects of perfectionism that might be hindering you from really enjoying your life. Having aspects of perfectionism could be judged in a variety of ways. Is it amazing to have an attention to detail and want to create the highest quality product you can absolutely but when perfectionism becomes a disease it is like preventing you from really being able to do things that you're fully capable of doing without being that hard on yourself and saying oh it's not good enough yet it's not good enough yet I think I've dealt with this with my students as well some of them come forward to me and say you know I really deal with perfectionism it's really difficult for me to let stuff go or just let loose or you know not think about making everything look perfect all the time and I was like I totally understand that and that's not necessarily a bad quality to have because 
because you do always want to perform your best and you do want to have attention to details and you do want to have the highest level of technique that you possibly can. But at the same time, it also does feel really good to just let all of that go and enjoy dance and life from a place where you're not living with such constricted rules all the time. And you just metaphorically let your hair down. You allow yourself to try something new. You allow your mind to open. You allow your heart to expand a little bit more and your mindset to change a bit. That can feel really good as well. And sometimes that's what you need more than everything needing to be exactly right, whatever that is, if that even exists. Loving yourself should not depend on other people's opinion of you. I know a lot of people get into this issue when it comes to their family. Many people have a notion, and I think I went through this at certain points in my life as well, being like, you know, either told by people, oh, like, no one's going to love you as much as your family loves you, or even have people in my family say no one's ever going to love you as much as we love you. To a certain extent, no one is going to love you the way that your family loves you. However, that does not mean that there are not other forms of love that you are worthy of receiving and being accepting towards. You can be loved in other ways other than that which your family chooses to love you. Maybe your family was super abusive to you. Does that mean that that's all that you deserve? Absolutely not. There are absolutely people out there that want to really love you in such a higher quality way and be there for you and show up for you because they have maybe done a different level of work on themselves. Maybe they treat themselves better and they don't allow themselves to treat other people in that way. There's a whole bunch of different reasons behind that and for every person that's a little bit different. But if you have been broken by certain relationships and you've allowed that to affect how you treat yourself, how much you love yourself, how much you value yourself, that is something that is within your power to change, is something that you're capable of doing. It may take a lot of work. It may take a lot of That whole process may be like taking out a bunch of knots from this huge mound of yarn and undoing every single limiting belief that's been put in your head that you're not worthy, that you're not enough, that you're not capable of doing this, that, and the other, that no one cares what you have to say, that no one wants you around, that all you are is a problem, things of this nature. I mean, these are things that can be said and these are things that can keep people stuck in a pattern of feeling like they need to ask permission from people to show up as themselves because they've been told for such a long time that whatever they are isn't good enough. I'm asking you to look within your own soul and if any of that is residually hanging around to just like throw it out, to take a deep inhale and exhale that belief out of your story because that doesn't need to be there. And you hanging on to that is actually preventing you from showing up fully as yourself to help the people that you can help in this lifetime, that you can connect with, that you can share that kindness and that love that is within you right now with another person. There's so much shame put into people about wanting more. Sometimes people feel like they need to ask permission to want, permission to desire certain things, to desire a higher quality of life, a higher quality of experience, a higher quality of a relationship themselves with other people, a higher quality job. And there should be no shame in in wanting those things and wanting to maybe create something that is of benefit to other people and being compensated appropriately for that and being able to care for yourself and give yourself the life that you want. 
There's nothing wrong with that. There's people out there that are doing it every day, sometimes in really unethical ways. But there are people out there more, I want to say, often than not doing things in such a way where it, I want to believe, is coming from that perspective. I'm open to understanding that not everybody comes from that place, but I really do want to believe that a lot of people are coming with the intention behind what they're doing that coming from a place of wanting to help people. Most of the people that I've talked to that work in a variety of different fields, whether it's a teacher, whether it's someone who owns a grocery store, whether it's a person who works in construction or has a business where they sell ice cubes, they are trying to provide a service that helps people. And the thing that they enjoy most about their job is that they are helping people. For most people, that feels pretty good. When you have a desire to want to do something like that, whatever it is, even if you want to, you know, acquire certain material things. Now, for me personally, I don't really, I've seen every kind of luxury there is of the highest expense. I've been exposed to that in my lifetime. And these are not things worth chasing, in my opinion. I have nice things, I enjoy nice things, but I don't worship those things. If those things were not in my life, I would be just as content as I am with them. And when your life becomes, oh, I don't have enough money yet, I don't have this thing yet, I don't have that, or I really want, you know, these different like material worldly things, that takes you away from connecting with what you really are, which is, you know, the life source within you is in is one with the universe and all the energy that's coursing through anything, everything. So when you're connecting and thinking that whatever you buy at the mall is worth worshiping, that's, you know, walking down a very tricky path <laughs> because, I just personally don't think that that's going to really lead you to the place that you want to be. Because when that wears off, there's going to be something else that you feel like you need in order to be complete outside of yourself. The true content state of being comes from being able to be 100% at peace with who you are. And that can take a lot more work for, for some people than others, but it's, in my opinion, the most important work you can possibly do because you are with yourself living with yourself day in day out and what what is more important than that you have to live with yourself every single day until the day that you die so if you are not giving yourself the permission to go after the things that you want to accomplish the things that you want to and live the life that you need to live, that's going to be a pretty uncomfortable experience. Another thing that I feel like is very important to take into consideration is giving yourself the permission to define yourself. Again, there may have been a lot of different people that have placed their judgments and their opinions on you about what you are, who you are, but when you're able to cast public opinion aside and really take ownership for who you are and live in truth, deciding, okay, this is who I am. This is how I want to show up. This is how I want to represent and care for the things that I care about in my life in the ways that I can. And you take that power back. That is a really empowering thing to do. And you doing that could inspire somebody else to do that who needs an example set for them because maybe they didn't feel like they were enough, like they were defined by other people. That just doesn't need to be the case. And that's your responsibility to do that. No one else can do that for you. That's a blessing that we have that we can do. Some of the questions I feel like you need to ask yourself in the process of that is what are you willing to live for and what are you willing to be held accountable for? What are you willing to stand up for and speak up about and really live fully within that 
that truth. Another thing people can end up feeling like they need to ask permission for is trying new things. You know, when I talked about the episode of escaping your comfort zone, some people feel so stuck in their routine of needing to do the same thing day after day after day. I think there is a sweetness to having the same type of routine and having certain things in your lifestyle. You know, I can almost relate that to dancers who practice classical ballet for years and years and years. That's a discipline that takes a lot of repetition, a lot of dedication to that specific art form, and there's absolutely a sweetness to that because you're building those same skills and you're working on them day after day. However, for example, when I work with my dancers, they're given new routines all the time. So the more adaptable you are to being able to deal with different situations, that's going to make you a stronger person and you're going to be able to be more centered in a lot of different situations. It's not going to throw you off as much because you'll be like, oh, I've done something similar to that before. Let's go. You're going to be able to pick up things more quickly and go harder at them because you're not going to judge yourself if it's not perfect. And you may find a different way of moving or living that aligns more with who you are than whatever you were doing previously. That allows you to expand. That allows you to explore more of what your potential is as a human being. That can be the amazing thing about getting outside of your comfort zone. Most people, I feel like of whatever they're seeking, doing something of that nature could really be what you want so much more than a material item or something physical or maybe a certain aspect of a relationship that you really want. Sometimes just the act of trying something new makes you feel more alive. Switching up something in your routine will make you feel so much more excited about your day. Another one that I feel like this is probably kind of encapsulates a lot of what I just talked about is needing permission to show up 100% as your authentic self. Who you are. Who you define yourself as. Who you are when no one's watching. How can you bring that to the light of your day-to-day life in your interactions with people. For example, I was just in a dance class the other day. I was a student in the class, not as an instructor, and I was learning some new material, and it was hip-hop based, and I, you know, obviously had never been exposed to this material before, but I was going really full out and hitting it really hard, and the instructor of the class kept looking over me and being like, look at this girl going for it. And I think I could notice and she noticed and told me this after class. She was like, you know, you really showing up and dancing in that way. I could see others around you looking at how you were doing things and kind of wanting to do it how you were doing it. And like, thank you for showing up fully as yourself because that really allowed other people to get out of their comfort zone and enjoy themselves a little bit more and try moving in a way that maybe they weren't judging themselves. Maybe I was being judged by some people in that class. Do I care? Absolutely not. I've been judged my whole life. I do not care at all. I was there to learn what I could learn and that was like my intention going into it and I feel like I got a lot more out of that and um, gave a lot more than I even thought I would. So does that happen every single time I go into a class? Not necessarily. It's not my goal to necessarily do that. I'm just showing up as myself doing what I can. If that ends up being a result, great. When you're able to show up as the person you are, live in your truth, and that inspires somebody else to do that, that's beautiful. For me personally, I get really inspired by individuals that are authentically themselves. I don't care if you have purple hair or you like wearing completely orange clothing or you drive a, I don't know, 
car that has graffiti all over it and, you know, are riding all around the world. I don't know. Whatever. Whoever people are, if they are living in their truth and just being like, yeah, this is my jam. This is what I'm passionate about. This is what I do is what it is. I'm like, yes, because everybody has a different thing to do. And the world needs that. When we're around those kinds of like, I get inspired by other people that live in that way because they're just not afraid. They don't care what other people are going to think. They're not living for that. They're enjoying their life being themselves. And they're not asking anybody for permission to do that because it's not needed. I feel like sometimes, even when we talk about this, it was just like things like a midlife crisis or, you know, all of a sudden people go through these drastic life changes. Sometimes people don't take on the, the opportunity to change their life until they are up against a wall in a really difficult situation where they have no other choice. They have to make a change and it's gotta be now. There's probably times in your life where you've gotten to a point where maybe you're just like, I can't do this anymore. It's time to say goodbye. I don't want to live like this. It's time to make this particular switch. And maybe you were under pressure to do that. Sometimes people wait until the weight of the world is on them to do that. And sometimes people need to be put under that pressure because if they get too comfortable, they're just like, oh, it doesn't really matter. I have a lot of options. I'm just comfortable where I'm at. But that's why you need to get out of your comfort zone. Another thing when it comes to this whole subject is giving yourself permission to be on the journey. And again, remembering that you are a work in progress. Just because you haven't reached your final destination, which eventually we are all going to pass on to whatever whatever's there for us in the next lifetime, whatever happens after, we're basically we're all going to die one day. The existential question is like, what are you doing here and what are you going to do with the time that you have? How are you going to enjoy your journey on the path to that destination? You're going to hit a lot of points along the way. How are you going to allow each little thing in between, you know, all those different points, build your character, build who you are as a person, build different habits and skills and abilities and qualities to the point where by the time you've reached the end of your life, you've been able to give the world a performance that is really coming from the most authentic place it possibly can from within you out into the rest of the world. Even if it's not perfect every day, you know, whatever perfect is. Sometimes it's important to realize that we are perfectly where we need to be in our life in every single moment, that it doesn't need to be something that is defined outside of us by somebody else, whether we're doing it good enough. I don't see things in my life that maybe some other people would categorize as mistakes or failures as those things. I see the experiences that I've been through in my life as learning experiences that I can grow from and do better another time that opportunity rolls around. And I take the opportunity to learn from every single thing that I've been through in my life as much as I possibly can without ruminating on it to the point where that keeps me stuck and prevents me from moving on in my life, which that's been a process to get to that place as well. But I think a lot of it comes from, you know, when I was a dancer growing up, you know, you train, you create your routine, you're building it, you're working on it, you go to competition, you get judged, you get feedback, you take that criticism, you put it into your next rehearsal, applying all those corrections, you go out and compete another weekend, you get judgments, you get the criticism, you put it into your routine, you go, and it's just a process that keeps on going. Yes, you receive the criticism, you reflect on the things you might have not done so well, you put yourself out there again, 
and again and again and again. And by the end of the year, you have a refined product that is so far from what initially was put out there. And that's the growth. So when the end of the year showcase happens, you might have a few rhinestones missing off of your costume. (laughs) You might have a few more bruises than you did in the beginning of the year. But you are changed as a performer and as an individual from receiving all that feedback. And then from there, you get to continue to work and grow and train and keep going. So it never really ends. And life is a lot like that too. We're going to receive criticism from people that are close to us, from people that don't even know us, anytime. You know, and I think one of the things about being online is people can get critiqued even when they're not at work. When they're not at school, when they're not with their family, when they're not with their friends, in their personal space. And I think it does come to a point where are you going to allow yourself to absorb all that? Do you need permission to not take all of that stuff personally? Do you need permission to not absorb all of it? Because not all of it needs to be dealt with. Not every single judge's comment needed to be applied. Sometimes they weren't seeing something that was in line with the choreographer's vision and we didn't need to apply that correction because that's not what we were trying to do. So I think there's an element of discernment, but you don't need permission to be discerning. You also don't need permission to update your vision of your life, who you want to be, what you want to be. Some people have vision statements or mission statements that are outdated that might be from years ago. There are so many tools and things available to us in this day and age that we can make use of to create whatever kind of impact in the world we wish to and be in people's lives that want to have us in them. If there are things in your vision for your life that are coming from a place of lack, of a place of being so absorbed in your old story from maybe trauma or different things you went through as a child. I mean, there's more people often than not have some type of traumas from their childhood, from different times in their life. I don't think I've had one guest come on this show that honestly does not have any adversity that they face when they're growing up. If you feel alone in that aspect, I'm not going to discount your experience, but I am going to remind you that you're not alone. There are many people out there that you may work with that you may be seeing in the grocery store, that you're on the road with, that you walk past on the street every day that have had a very similar experience and are still getting up every day and showing up the best that they possibly can. So don't let that hold you back from holding a higher vision and a higher purpose for your life just because you've been through certain things. You're not alone in that aspect. Yes, only you have gone through it and experienced it in the way that you have. You know, our world is changing every single day. There are new technological developments being made all of the time, different apps, different resources to help people find things. One of the coolest things that I think I've found recently is an app called Flush that allows you to find the closest bathroom to you. I mean, that was something that I thought of a while ago and literally with the same name. And one of my friends, Stephen, who was on the show, I was telling him about it and he was like, oh, that already exists. You know, there are different advancements that are made every single day to make our life easier for connection, connection with ourselves, even things related to meditation and spiritual practices. Most people, I think, are geared towards connecting the dots that need to be connected with the tools that are currently available. So it's important that we grow with it. 
that we get rid of the stuff, those limiting beliefs that may have been limiting us in the past and really come forward and into who we are in the moment, using everything that we can to the best of our ability. There is an epidemic of anxiety and depression and even chronic degenerative diseases, which really are a representation of people being in a lack of alignment with their highest level of health. Because, I mean, let's face it, there are a lot of compulsive behaviors and a lot of things that people get into because there's an underlying issue, right? Maybe somebody is getting into a habit of overeating because they were told that they were worthless, that they were told that they were not wanted. So they go to food for comfort and then they are overeating and that leads to them being overweight and then they can't exercise, they can't take care of themselves. And then all of a sudden they're dealing with bowel cancer or they're dealing with issues with their liver and they have to go on medication, which causes them to be depressed, yada, yada. There are underlying issues to a lot of the ailments that people are dealing with that can stem from mental health, that can stem from unhealed trauma, that can stem from past experiences not being addressed in such a way where people are really processing it and working through it in such a way where they're able to put it in their past and move forward and acknowledge whoa, that thing that was said to me when I was six has affected me so deeply and that does not need to be something that resonates with who I am today. I know that that's wrong. I know that that's not who I am. And I know that the person who said that might have been coming from a place where they thought that they were saying something helpful, but it wasn't. And I don't need to carry that with me anymore. And I also don't need to continue all these different habits. This is not who I want to be. I want to eat like this, that, and the other, I want to change my lifestyle. The fact of the matter is you could change who you are within any amount of time you wanted to. You could do it within 10 minutes. You could do it within 10 years, whatever you want to do reasonably. Obviously, like, (laughs) you know, if you're trying to lose like a large amount of weight or something like that's probably not going to happen in 10 minutes, but you can build a plan to start putting different lifestyle habits in place where that's going to become more of an accessible reality rather than staying where you are if that's a goal that you have or whatever kind of goal that you have there's a way to work towards it there's a way to start implementing gradual small daily changes on a day-to-day basis on an hour-by-hour basis that can help you get to where you want to go rather than stay in the place where you are and you do not need anybody's permission to do that There are always going to be people that will judge you no matter what you do. But the most important thing is is that at the end of the day, you're able to be happy with yourself, who you are, and you're able to take action on the things that you want to get done without needing the, the public approval, without needing other people's opinion, and knowing that whatever you put out there may change over time. It doesn't need to stay the same. But as long as you are really reevaluating a lot of those beliefs that you had about yourself and moving forward in such a way where you are going after the things that you want to do, not only do you have a lot more potential to inspire other people to do the same, but you are also going to be building a life that inspires you to want to live fully every day in ways that you probably have never experienced before. There are people out there that need what you have to give. And you not showing up fully is preventing that gift from being given. You not living in alignment with whatever your highest calling is, is not allowing people to be receiving of everything that you have to offer. 
There are things that you have been through in your life that probably nobody else has experienced. And maybe from your unique perspective, you can share that and help somebody else. And that could change somebody's life. We live in a time where there's more representation as far as different races, genders, weight, height, size, shape, countries, gender acceptance in different realms. This is the best time to show up as being you than any time. So don't let anything hold you back. And remember that you do not need to ask anybody for permission to show up fully as yourself in the present moment. Thank you for tuning in to Vibrant Raw Living. Remember that you are just as worthy, deserving, and capable of achieving and maintaining your dreams as much as anyone else. If you have found this podcast useful, please subscribe via iTunes or SoundCloud and share it with your friends and family. You can find links to my Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Pinterest, and Snapchat in the show notes below. And if you'd like to follow me for updates, which I only share via email, come on over to my website at victoriamadian.com. I love you and I'm wishing you a wonderful day. Go out there and discover your infinite potential. 